What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Welcome to Love Life and All Love Things Life and Weird. Love Life and All Things Weird. With your host, Megan. And Suzanne is um, actually, I just discovered, <laughs> she's, on her, she's on her way to Florida currently. But, um, you know, everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. For those of you who know Suzanne, this is going to be quite the shock because it's like, well, it's 9 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Mountain time, and she's in the Denver airport in the United Lounge having a Bloody Mary. <laughs> so that's where Suzanne Stopper is this morning. And uh, I love that so much because, I mean, Suzanne is such, uh, she has reinvented herself so many times. And I would, it just is still a shock in my brain that she's having a Bloody Mary right now, I just have to say. And in, um, when I was thinking about, well, who would I want to play with today? Who do I want to play with today? And this, uh, my guest popped to mind with her beautiful, radiant face, Miss Mary Baird. And when I, it was funny, I, in order to sort of kind of give people a sense of who you are, I, I think about being on the couch with you a couple of weeks ago and you going, I just don't, I have such a hard time writing a bio. And I was like, well, what would I say about Mary? And what I would say, and what I told you was, is like, I would just dare anyone to hold on to their limitations while they're sitting next to you or in the same room as you. I just double dog dare them because like Mary is a space for absolute possibility. She doesn't give one F <laughs> about your limitations and she will always hold you to a greater you. And it's one of the things I love about Mary like, Mary has been such a big part of Live Your Magic, and she's been in one form or another, whether it's Zoom or live, to every Live Your Magic event this year, and she keeps calling me to greater. Like, she keeps calling me to more and to greater and to what else, and you've been such a big part of making that event what it is, and and ch always challenging me for more. So, Mary, welcome to the radio show. How much fun are we going to have today? So much, and thank you, thank you, thank you. You're not supposed to get a tear in my eye before we talk. I mean, seriously. Uh -huh. um, but <laughs> but Lift Your Magic has really been expansive for me, and it really created a lot of change because I've been magic my whole life, but I didn't know how to use it. I didn't know how to apply it. And one one thing about not letting people hold limitations in your space or, or if they're with you that sometimes people would prefer their limitations than not. So <laughs> it's really been interesting to watch that. I'm like, oh, your limitations are more important. Bye-bye now. <laughs> it gets a wee 
wee bit uncomfortable, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, for some pe- for people for some people it does. It's a it's a brave soul that can hang out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's. I mean, it's it's interesting being um, being willing to be magic walking. You know, and I talk about that a lot in Live Your Magic is being magic wa- walking, being the the being you are, the person you are, the potency you are, being it everywhere, like in the grocery store, like when you're driving, when you're doing anything. And that's a lot of where the, the idea for this show came in, um, just adding a dash of magic to things is because... There are so many places that we don't think to be magic, that we don't think we can ha- that we have any influence. The minute you think you don't have influence, you've stepped out of the magic. Like anytime you think that you are powerless to change something, you've stepped out of the magic. And I think that being that, choosing that, because I know that you've made that choice in your life and continue to make the choice to be that potency, magic walking that you are, and it's really awesome because sometimes people are like, oh, my gosh, I want what she's having. And sometimes people go, ah! <laughs> you know, if people really want to hold on to when people want to hold on to victim, when people want to hold on to their story or limitation, people like you and I can be very uncomfortable. So I'm hoping, like, um, I, I'm hoping that everybody listening today is ready for a change is ready to let go of some limitations because it's going to be super hard with both of us here for y'all to hold on to it. That's all I'm saying. Wait, 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 wait. How can it be easy? How can it be easy? Let's not have the hard conversation on the radio. Okay, so so one of my favorite, favorite questions is what will it take for this to be easy? And this morning I invite you to drop your barriers. And if you don't know what they are, that's fine. Just ask them to fall. Just push them down a little bit. And are you willing, would you be willing to step into a space to create the greater life that you've been looking for? And Megan, I remember when I started working with you one-on-one as a coach, and it's like I can, you know, I'm sitting in I'm sitting in the room, in your magic room at your house, and I'm looking at you, and I could barely look you in the eye because your intensity was, it was just so big because you're this big, huge powerhouse. And now I'm like, okay, come on, turn it up. <laughs> and let your magic hit that. So, so would you like to have capacity to handle the things that feel really intense in your world? Mm-hmm. <sighs> and use uh, the good things, the good things, the courage, the, the and create some space and expansion to use magic to create your life and create your world instead of being buffeted by the cause effect of things. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for that reminder. Um, And, like, I really want to help people understand that they have a choice point, an opportunity today to tap the energy of us and to utilize that to let go of any place and any space where they haven't been willing to be their magic where they have chosen limitation over the magic, over their potency, over their power. And everything that's bringing up and letting down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes, yes. 
Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pot. Yes. All none. <laughs> yes. Do you, want me to be the, do, you, do you want me to be the yes girl or the pot and pot girl? Ah, uh, ooh, ooh, yes. Be my yes girl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Only for 10 seconds. Mary, will you be my yes girl? <laughs> Only for this 10 seconds. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> That's just. That's perfect. Thank you so much. Awesome. So where is it? So everybody just kind of, okay, so for the people that might be tuning in for the first time and they may not actually even know what this pod pock stuff is, you can go to theclearingstatement.com to learn about it. But essentially this process that, that we use from time to time in the show, we use a lot of different processes, but this is one we use quite a bit, is we'll ask a question and when you're hearing the question, just allow whatever energy or feeling that the question brings up for you to come up. We'll invite you to uncreate and destroy it. And if it feels like a yes, say yes. And then we'll say a whole bunch of stuff um, to help you. To It's basically quantum physics terms that direct energy and invite you and your being to go to the point at which you created that and uncreate it or the point at which you destroyed something it, that wasn't. Go ahead. And it's totally okay if it sounds like gibberish because it's supposed to. And all we're doing is bringing up the energy of it and asking it to leave so you have room to do something different. Yes. At the end of the day, everybody, like, I mean, there's so many amazing tools and processes out there. There really is. Like, I've been a coach for over 22 years. I have, I am trained in more modalities than you can shake a stick at. And at the end of the day, we have to look at what choices we're making and make new choices. If you keep choosing the same things, you'll keep getting what you're getting. Choice is what creates. And so, um, if, and that's really what the clearing scene is all about is would you like to make a new choice? Would you like to make a new choice? Would you like to make a new choice? So um, so we're going to give you an opportunity to create some space. So the, the idea of the clearing statement really is to make enough space so you can see the choices you have available so you can make new choices. That's the whole, that's the whole, the whole point of it. And what we're inviting you today is to make a choice around magic. And what do I mean by magic? I want to maybe just say a few things about it. It's kind of it's kind of a funny thing because magic by its very nature is undefinable. By its very nature it's undefinable, so here I am trying to define it, right? <laughs> you know, when when a miracle occurs, it's generally that which is unexplainable. When there's magic, it's like, "Whoa, how did that happen?" right? And so I um my my way to think about it is that magic is number 1 for me, what I'm aware of my interesting point of view is magic is a consciousness. It is a consciousness that is imbued in every molecule in the universe, in the trees, in the air, in our in our bodies, in our beings, and it is a consciousness that we can tap, that we can touch, that we can ignite. And that consciousness ha- allows us to access the potency of our infinite beings and the potency of the universe. 
that's why I think magic is not like I, I I feel sad that it's become sort of Harry Potterized. I love Harry Potter, but there's also a way that we've decided that magic only exists in the movies and magic only exists in fantasy, and that it's it's oh it's oh magic's fun when it happens. And like I like that's why my event's called Live Your Magic. It's like no, like be the magic you came to be, be the alchemical wizard, the the alchemist walking. That that which changes whatever you choose to change, you can create whatever you want to create. And it's about accessing that power. It's about choosing that power in every 10 seconds. What would you say about that, Mary? Well, it's also, you know, the inexplicable, like it's a knowing. Um, it's a common everyday thing. Like, I know way more than I know. And someone will say, well, how, how did you know that? And I'm like, I don't have an explanation. But I have a knowing. We went to listen to one of our one of our good friends, Bronwyn Beecher, play at a concert on Saturday, and it was intermission. And I'm like, I'm gonna walk outside. I'm like, why? Why do I need to go outside? I walked outside, and I checked the door because I, I thought they were locked. They were. I walked outside, and here come Megan and Suzanne pulling right in the driveway. The door was locked. They wouldn't have been able to get in. But hi, here's your welcoming committee. I don't know how I knew. She didn't call me. She didn't text me. I just knew it was time to go outside, and they knew it was time to get there. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Was magic making? Mm-hmm. Totally magic. Totally magic. And things like that happen all the time. One of the biggest things that I have people do, have my clients do, and have people in Live Your Magic do, is I have them start a magic journal so that they can start writing down those kinds of moments. Right? So they can start because whatever you focus on expands. If you start focusing on magic, it will expand. That's just the nature of the beast. Like, <laughs> you know, and it's it's amazing all of the little moments when you start opening up yourself up to receive them, that nurtures magic. I say in class a lot, magic is a skittish lover, meaning that if we pretend she's not there, if we pretend that we're living in a concrete world of hard, then um, she's just like, okay, she she just starts, dis- she's like, as you wish, I will start disappearing, right? And as we start acknowledging her, as we start seeing the little moments magic in every moment, um, we start growing her, right? Like last night, I was, we were at, I was at the wharf in Monterey, and I could hear seals, but I wanted to see them. And so I said, what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to be the communion with all of the beings and the life forms of the sea for all eternity? And then, um, wow. I mean, from that moment on, like, I, I don't know, we probably saw like a dozen seals or more, you know? So it's like, um, and in one case, like, there was one that had come like halfway up onto the wharf and he was just sitting there like one foot away from us, this big, big seal. Right. And so like, there's a couple parts to that. One is that like, how amazing was that? But number two is that what I did was I invoked magic. I invoked an energy and there's not any moment in your life that you don't have the opportunity to invoke something greater into the space and that's a choice so at the so magic is a consciousness 
but we get to choose it. We have to choose to access it. We have to choose to invoke it and bring it forward. And what happens when you ignore it and when you deny it? What happens Ooh. when you try to shut? What What happens if you're a magical being and you have this awareness? What happens when you try to uh, wrap your hands around it and close it off? It hurts. Mm. It hurts so bad. I was I lived your magic in Salt Lake, and I was really shut down, and I was resistant because I didn't want to know more than I already knew, and. I was tired, I was cranky, I didn't want to make friends, I didn't hardly talk to anybody because I was in such resistance to my own magic. And one of the things we talk about is to lean in and expand. And when I chose to lean in that place, the pain dissipated because <laughs> there's only pain if you're resisting what already is. And if I shut down my magic, I shut down myself, and I create my own limitations. And there was such a contrast from that event to when we went to Dallas when I stepped in into my magic and said, this is me, this is what I do. And I had capacities that that helped the whole entire room. It helped me, and I got a whole new perspective on what it means to be me in magic and to be as big as I am. And And it's okay. To be that and to have that intensity and not try to squish myself into a little bitty box that I'll never fit into. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and that's it's that it's funny because um, when people come to live your magic, they it's almost like there's a fire lit that you can't stop, right? And so it's super interesting because people will come and they get super excited or they say, I want to host you in my city. And then they they go to host or they go to tell their friends and and they have a very difficult time um, enrolling people. And one of the reasons is, and they're like, oh my gosh, this changed everything. This changed my life. And I'm like, yes, people are scared of change. They're scared of being as big as they are. And it like I guess maybe I'm kind of like you, Mary. It's like it's really hard to be in that space of that event because I'm co-facilitating essentially with magic. So it's like I I call that for it. I call the magic in every participant. I, I know. I I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and people are scared of that much change because they're we're attached to the limitations we've identified ourselves through. And and a lot of people are like, I don't want to be limited. But at the same time, it's like there's some things that you think are actually really positive that are actually limitations. And we're like holding on to them for dear life. And that's just it. It's like they're, they're craving change. They're knowing there's something different. But sometimes they hold, they clutch their limitations to their chest. And if they would mm-hmm. just let them drop a little bit, then they can start having that different life they want. Yes, 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 yes. And so when we say yes to magic, we say yes to change. We say yes to being not only an alchemist, but we say yes to being an alchemical process. Because when you choose into it, it doesn't matter what space you move into, you're you're moving the molecules in that space. You're stirring it up in that space. So um, it is, to me, it's like, I don't want to live in a world without magic. 
Like that's just boring, right? And it's magic so boring. Is also, <laughs> magic is also such a force and a power, and we've got to be willing to step into it in a way that we embody it, in a way that we align with it, in a way that honors it and honors us. And we're about yes, to have yes, a little yes. bit of a break. This might be intense for people. And um, how much fun can we have? And we're going to talk when we come back from the break about how to infuse magic into the things you don't think can be magic. It's one of my favorite hey, conversations. And I'm so excited to have yes, it with yes, you. Yes, And if, if you're feeling a little weird or wonky and kind of stuck, just get up and kind of shake it out before you come back. If you're If you're not in motion, just kind of move your body a little bit. Make some space, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye for now. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body, and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G. A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. <laughs> Welcome back to Love Life and All Things Weird. <laughs> we had a little didgeridoo uh, that just instantly played on my computer during the break. So hopefully y'all enjoyed that. Did you guys hear it? <laughs> woo, I didn't woo. hear it. Welcome. You didn't hear it? Oh my gosh. Well, I I I, I stepped away, so I I can't wait to hear oh. the record. I'll listen to the recording. <laughs> <laughs> we needed that. We needed that 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 earth magic of the didgeridoo. Mm-hmm. I have no idea so how Megan- it got turned on. Yeah. That's magic. Oh, yeah, that's magic. <laughs> weird, weird. We're talking about magic. You don't know how it happened. Okay, good. Um, so <laughs> how can we infuse magic into our daily day, day, day-to-day and the mundane and the stuff that maybe isn't fun, but sometimes it's necessary in this reality? Mm-hmm. How can we do that? Well, I love your story about what you did with sadness 
in the last week and that how you went like mm. like it, it like how yeah. you first got it and then how you shifted it okay do you want me to tell it <laughs> mm-hmm. so on ready to go thursday that's thursday uh well thursday a week ago um i was really sad and i was like oh my god i'm depressed and I haven't, I have a history of depression way before I learned about access tools and way before Live Your Magic, I had a history with depression. And so it's a really scary fit place for me to be. And I was sad and I'm depressed and I'm like, I have no reason to be. Where is it? Is it mine? I, I use the tools, return to sender. I processed it. I processed it. I processed it. Um, and it just increased. And so I sat with it and I said, okay, what do you have to tell me? And I leaned in and I said okay what do you have to tell me and um, come to find out my oldest brother passed away so I got the feeling on Thursday he passed away on Sunday and I didn't find out until Wednesday Thursday the next week we weren't close but he's still my family and I had this great huge sadness and if I would have resisted it um, I could have really spiraled back into the back into the place that was scary for me. You know, I was suicidal uh, um, about five years, five, six years ago, four, well, four or five years ago, I was very su- suicidal. And, and I didn't, and I didn't want to do that. I know there's a different way. And so I found out he had passed and um, I was listening to a podcast by Matt Kahn that somebody recommended and I have no respect for him. I didn't um, resonate with him. And he said that in someone's passing, they pull on the tapestry of all the strings of unfinished business. And in their transition, they are willing to transform that for you and complete it for you as they pass. And are you willing to open up and lean in and expand and allow them to do that? And sometimes that's why it hurts so bad when you lose somebody. And so I've been sitting with that and... Um, and I, I'm familiar with grief. I've done this before, but this time it was different because I know I felt sad and I gave myself permission to do that. I gave myself space to say, okay, we're going to just be as sad as we possibly could be. And what would that be like? And make it bigger, make it bigger, and make it bigger. And you know what happened? Is it actually dissipated? It didn't get stuck in my body. It didn't get locked as a limitation in my life. It actually dissipated. And I get to celebrate his life tomorrow with a different perspective because of that. Now, if if it would have been last year, I would have resisted it. And I would probably still be in that place. I'm, based on who I was at the time, I probably still would have been in that place. And I would have disconnected myself from my people and... I wouldn't be in a place of creation and a place of expansion and, and allowance right now. So mm-hmm. if it feels icky, because sometimes it does, especially the lower emotions, you know, uh, ask, what do you have to tell me? Well, first, who does it belong to? And if you find out, you know, if you if you can't and if you still can't shake it, then just lean in and say, hi, thank you for being here to show me whatever it is you're here to show me. And then give it some room. Because when you have pain or if you're constricted or contracted, and just put your hand in a fist and clench it as hard as you can. 
this is you holding on to your limitations and keep your keep your fist clenched keep it clenched and this is you holding on to pain and this is you and do you feel how solidified that is in your hand and how bad it hurts now open your hand very slowly and give it space if you do that with pain if you do that with emotion if you infuse it with space and magic what happens to that did it change for you Mm-hmm. Wow, that's cool, Mary. I love that. <laughs> that's such that's a magic trick, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> it is a magic trick. <laughs> it what is else? A magic. Let me pull a rabbit out of my hat. <laughs> well, one of the one of the tricks of magic is to create to add space because space changes things. Right, and so that's what you were doing. You were in the fist, in the fist. You're in constriction. There's very little space, like literally and figuratively, in the fist. Right. When you open, when you let go, when you open, you're actually opening up into space. And when you create space, um, whatever it is is shifted in some form or another. As soon as we stop contracting and we add space, it changes. It changes the thing. That's one of the reasons why there's so many breath practices out there. When you take deep breaths in and out of your nose, you're making more space in your body. And that was one of the tools I used to use to help people actually move through emotion was to actually breathe because you make, uh, you actually make room for that energy to move through, for that energy to dissipate, for that energy to change into whatever form it's going to be next. So I love that exercise. That's so cool. Thank you, Mary. And, and I, you can do that. Are you somewhere windy? You need to be somewhere not windy. Keisha says. So, um, so you can use that if you have pain in your body, or um, I mean, especially if you're for those people having a baby, you know, that it, or anywhere that you have pain in your body, if you can just ask it to expand and give it space. It eases the pain in your body. So it's been it's been a re- really really interesting. And the other thing too is when I I was sad and then I found out the news and the information, I said, "Oh my God, I've been sad for a week." I didn't discount that. I said, "Some some knowingness that I had something was." was trying to get my attention that something was going on in my world. And if I would have said, oh, it's just a coincidence, or, you know, why in the heck would I be sad? Have you met me? Have you seen my life? I'm pretty happy most of the time. And I've got amazing things going on. And so, and I didn't discount that. I said, wow, thank you, awareness, for telling me that I need to pay attention to something right now. I don't know what it is. And and if I would have thought about that, and in hindsight, of course, I could say, oh, what magic is this? What are you trying to show me? And I could have, if I would have leaned in and dove in, maybe I would have had more information. But truthfully, I don't think I really want to know when people are going to die ahead of time, you know, unless I unless I need to or unless I do. But that's one of the things. If you know that, you know, that's it. That sometimes that feels heavy. But but it was just an interesting thing. And then also what it can do for my family. Because this part of my family really could use some magic and some healing. And so 
if I can open up some space for me, maybe it's an invitation to open up some space for them as well. Yes. I really, you know, I loved what you said about the tap, the, the, the tapestry that you kind of, that person going can help you let go. Um, I totally had the most profound experiences when each of my parents died and like this unraveling of patterns, this unraveling of energy that came through me. Um, it was just, it, it, it was such a gift, you know, and I think that, that, Again, this is the magic of space, right? If I'm like willing to be the space and allowance of, you know, whatever is coming into my world, then um, it's a gift. Because if I, and I believe my interesting point of view is, is that I am the creator of my universe. Like everything that's coming into my space, I put there. So why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I open up and greet it? Right? So Mary, why wouldn't you open up and greet the sadness? You know, there's awareness Well, there. because it's, oh, my God, I don't want to be sad. Don't cry. Don't cry. Yeah, I need 10 minutes. I'm going to cry right now, okay? I just need 10 minutes. And and, the, and really, you know, and, and not a lot of people want to do that. I mean, it's messy. It's disgusting. You know, I'm I'm a mess. I'm a, I'm a horrible, I'm an ugly crier. Not sound-wise, but it's just not good for my complexion. Um, But if you don't, no, seriously, <laughs> my face goes red. Oh. Anyway, so um, uh, the thing of it is, is schedule time. Schedule time. You don't have, because otherwise, if you stuff the emotion, if you stuff it in and you contract it, it creates limitation in your body, creates pain in your body. And then the little bitty, have you ever had something little bitty just like set you off and your whole world blow, and you're just, blow, you just blow up? And it has nothing to do with the thing, but the 10 other things that are behind it that you never express. So I schedule a breakdown. You know, does this need 10 minutes? Does this need 30 minutes? This is pretty serious. I'm going to take 30 minutes and I'm just going to, I'm going to feel what I need to feel and I'm going to cry this out. And then I'm going to call my friend and get my bars ran and, and go forward. But it is, it's, and could you imagine, it's all the, pulling the threads of all the unfinished business and all the karmic debt through all the timelines. Are you willing to have that much space to say, yes, thank you for your transition, take this too. I I, I accept your gift that you're giving me, and I, I'll give you all of that if you would take it. And then how much room is left on the other side? And how, how different would it look in your family if you could destroy and uncreate all of the relationship and all of the hardship and all of the stories about your family? But it's so much fun to tell those, right, Megan? <laughs> the stories, yeah, they're fantastic. They're beautiful. Oh gosh, I, I, I just I I I threw a question out in the chat room, and I said, you know, uh, just to kind of get a sense of the of what people, the places that we do struggle, right? And that's what I said. Like, if you want to look at the places where you're allowing the magic, those are the places of ease. Those are the places where things kind of work pretty good. Right. And they like there's synchronicity happening. Things sort of come together in a very organic way. Um, and it's the places where we get frustrated, the places where we feel like stuck um, or that feel struggle. hard. Struggle that. Yeah. If you look for the struggle and you will see that you've taken the magic out. And the the way to change it is to add the magic back. And what do I mean by that? It's like. You literally invoke the magic. Like, what capacities? Because he, here's the thing. The places of struggle are just like your sadness, Mary. 
they are unobserved awarenesses. They're unobserved capacities. They are capacities waiting for us to open. And that's why we say and that's a lot. The and that's the question I ask. That's the question I ask, is what capacity is here that I'm unwilling to know, be, receive, and perceive? Yep. So what capacities What capacities are your struggles? What, str- what capacities are, are hidden in your struggles that you're unwilling to know, be, perceive, and receive? Mm-hmm. And anything yes. that doesn't allow you to know that, would you like to destroy and uncreate it all? Yes, I would, Mary. Thank you for asking. <laughs> right, wrong, get that. Pod, pod, call nine. Boys, shorts, and beyond. you got to be my yes girl for 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be your yes girl, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so, that, in, in Access Conscious, I say this all the time, is that, you know, we, we talk about your wrongness is your strongness. Your greatest weakness is your greatest strength. Why is that? Because oftentimes, the places of struggle are the places that you have natural capacities. And and they're, for me, one of the most magical places we can look is at our genius, at our capacities, at our talents. Because that's the stuff that the energy and the information that we were just born with, it is inside of us. And when we tap that, magic happens. Because when we're in our capacities, we're in joy. We're in ease. We're in glory. It's the, it's it's such a hack to ease, joy, and glory. Opening our capacities, a hack to magic. Well, our capacities are magic, right? And so, when we look at the places of struggle, we are looking at bastardized magic. What what most of us experience as little kids is that our magic was just in us. Our capacities were just in us, but they were oftentimes quite inconvenient for the people around us. So, for instance, you know, if you had the capacity to see um, entities or if you had the capacity to see the truth in things and you started talking about that as a kid, you probably got soap in your mouth or, like, in trouble or or somehow you were aware that if you said what you knew that you'd be in trouble. So what we did with our capacities, a lot of our capacities, is um, we led with them they kind of got slapped down, and so then we stuffed them somewhere. And when you don't acknowledge magic, you bastardize it, and you begin to shut it down. You you don't just, like, not acknowledge it. You literally twist it. And so when those places in our lives where we're in struggle, when we're in hard, it's generally some capacity that we've twisted up to try to protect it or to try to keep ourselves safe in some way. So it's waiting for our acknowledgement. It's waiting to be unlocked. It's waiting to be unleashed. Like, I don't can't tell you how many times people came into my office with a money problem. And they actually have crazy good capacities in money. It may not look like this reality's way to do money. So they've made it wrong and they bastardized themselves. But I, I will guarantee you that place where you, like, just can't figure it out, you have magic there, and it's not going to change until you're willing to be that magic. Well, I was a little soapy oh, there for a minute. <laughs> you know, I love it. I totally love that. And, hey, let's talk about that a little bit more right after break. <gasps> let's do it, Mary. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? 
where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body, and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to MeganSolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Love Life and All Things Weird with your host, Megan, and my beautiful guest host, Mary Baird. And we are talking about adding a dash of magic to all parts of your life today. And before the break, we were talking about how we, um, when we have a capacity and it, and we feel judged for it or we feel like there's not space for it or um, we have a point of view about it, we end up like twisting that energy up. And in that process, those areas become areas of struggle. They become areas of hardship. Why? Because we're not being us. We're not fully being all of us in those places and spaces. And so we're looking at, um, I was saying in the chat room, people were talking about like, you know, they they tend to not add magic to the parenting role. They tend to not um, uh, put magic into my work but not into my body or my money flows. And it's so cute, right? It's like, oh, I can only be magic in this little box right over here, <laughs> you know? And so and I, I think in part we want to fit into the struggle that is very much a mainstay of this reality, but I, my invitation is, and I know your invitation, Mary, to people in your life and the Live Your Magic invitation is be magic everywhere. Add it everywhere. And, and what I would love you guys to look at is what if, like, these places of struggle, these places you want to avoid, have, what if they have actually the greatest untapped magic that, of your life? So far. <laughs> what if what if they I love actually, it. what if there's actually a freaking gold mine in those places? Um one of those places for me is my body. 
right? I have, oh my gosh, I have had like the the most interesting sort of duel with my body. Like it's an ongoing duel. Like, ugh, hey, my body, judge my body. Like I was bulimic when I was in my late teens and it's just been this on, like this ongoing blah, blah, blah with my body. Well, <laughs> as it turns out, my body is a magician. My body almost in a way is the magician in me. And like when I teach classes, my body shows me things. When I channel money in Live Your Magic class, which is a super fun thing, you guys might want to come and see what that's about. But like my body will actually know and show me their relationship with their money. It's freaking cool. Like what my body does, what my body does in facilitation is just pure genius. So of course, I decided to create this whole little separation judgment dance with it. <laughs> so I'd never have to see how magic I was. You're so right? cute. And I, aren't I cute? So you know? Cute. And <laughs> So, like, what are the places and spaces that you're calling wrong and bad that actually have more magic than you've been willing to receive? And everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes, yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all my boys, shorts and beyond. Mary, can you think of a place like that for you where it's like you just Well, I was going to ask you because, yeah, oh, 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 yeah. So I want to talk because you brought up a good thing for me. You know, when I went to Live Your Magic, I had some really key things that I was working on, and we've talked about that a little bit. And um, so I was going to say, what, what if it's an area where a person struggles, how can they use this to, how, I mean, what pr practical things can they do to change it? Like, you know, I struggle with relationship and money. I do. I struggle with relationship and money. So, but underneath all of that, what is that? You know, it's receiving. So, and I, and it was some processing to get to the place of, oh, what's the struggle here? Well, I, I struggle with receiving. And, and, so if I can lean in and open up and look at that, and I actually used a tool um, from Corey Michelle a little bit, and that's opening that up. But um, so how can my wrongness or the places that I avoid, how can I tap into that, Megan, and actually know, recognize that it's a capacity? How can I infuse those places of struggle with magic so I can see a bigger picture? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. I'm thinking, going back to my, the last week I've had, um, and in, in this conversation, if I really go and make that struggle big. And so bring up something. You want to play? <laughs> I, I always mm -hmm. ask first because it's easier if I have mm -hmm. your permission. Do you want to play a game? Yes. <laughs> I always so want to play a game with you, Mary. <laughs> it's because I'm so fun. Okay, so I want you to take. <laughs> I want you to take whatever it is you're struggling with right now, whatever burden you have on your heart, whatever thing is a difficulty in your life, whatever it is, whatever it is. It feels heavy, doesn't it? And I'd like you to make it bigger. And I'd like you to make it bigger. And I'd like you to make it bigger. 
and I'd like you to make it bigger. And now I want to ask you, everything that this struggle is or everything that this is, would you like to destroy and create it all? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nines, boys, shorts, and beyonds. Mm. Mm, How does your struggle feel now? How does your struggle feel now? And did it dissipate or get heavier? Because if it dissipates, it's a lie and it's not even yours. And if it gets heavier, ask the question, what capacity have I been unwilling to see here? What do you have to show me? Do you have a message for me today? And body, show me. Show me how to make this easy. What would it take for this to be the easiest thing I've ever done in the world today? How about them, Apple? It's, I love that because that's the space um, that's the space tool that's adding space. When you make something bigger, when you play with it, when you go into it, you create more space. And I was just thinking about this massage therapist. I had this most amazing massage on the beach in Hawaii a few years ago. And I just, I could feel that she was kind of doing something different. And I didn't know what it was, so I asked her. And she said, well, what I'm doing before I could, oh, because I was like saying, how is it that you're going into the knots um, and dissipating them so fast in a way that doesn't hurt me? And she said, well, that's easy. She goes, I'm making, I massage and I create a space around the knot so that when I touch the knot, it has somewhere to go. It has somewhere to dissipate into. And I thought that was such a great metaphor for the power of simply adding space, making it bigger, expanding our space, adding. And and a question, by the way, is a way to bring space to something. When I ask the question, what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to be in communion with all of the sea life for all eternity? I was creating space instead of me going, oh, I hope I see a seal, I hope I see a seal. I created space for the seal to come to me, you know, and so, um, yeah, I, I love that activity because it's just such a way to kind of just, you know, gently make space. When we ask a question, what space of magic am I? What space of magic am I that I haven't been willing to be that if I would be this space um, would change everything, would, um, like, whatever it is. So let's say it's money, right? So what... What space of magic have you been unwilling to be with money that if you would be it would open up your money flows far beyond what you've been willing to receive so far? And everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. So what space of magic can you add? What space of magic can I be here? That's what you want to start asking in these places of struggle is what space of magic can I be that I've been unwilling to be that if I would be, it would change this. Everything that brings and up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes, yes. And yes, right, wrong, good, right, bad, pot, pot, right, all night, boys, shorts, and beyond. <laughs> and what would it take for this to be easy? What would it take for this to be easy? And anything that doesn't allow that, would you like to destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nines, boys, short, and beyonds. And if you've enjoyed this call, um, Toronto Live Your Magic is coming up the 13th, 14th, and 15th of October. Um, Live Your Magic for Salt Lake is coming up the 17th, 18th, and 19th of November. And I know um, that Megan's offering a deal on that. Um, mm-hmm. If 
And um, there is also the Law of Attraction Utah Summit on November 4th. Um, tickets are $10 for that. You can go to law, lawofattractionutah.com for more information. Beautiful. Thank you, Mary. There was one other thing that I wanted to talk about with regards to um, adding a dash of magic. And that is like... So does it business. have to be just a dash? <laughs> can it just be a okay? It be just a, a dash? dash and a stash, a dash and stash, <laughs> and a boatload, <laughs> a boatload of magic, and right? an F ton, an F ton. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like um, one of the things that I have noticed is that if I do like a Facebook post and I just go da 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 da, throw it out, it, it gets a certain amount of response. But when I like, I literally infuse my posts now with magic. My emails that have proposals in it to clients, I add the energy and space of magic to it. Like, there is nothing that you can't just go, okay, hey, what energy can I be to add the energies of, like, to, that would magically bring this to fruition with total ease in in every place and space you can imagine. So if you're looking to come to a Live Your Magic event and you're like you're in the struggle with the travel or the money or whatever, it's like, okay, like what capacities do I have that I haven't acknowledged? What space of magic can I be? And literally infuse the energy of magic in whatever it is. I'm going to infuse magic in my travel. I'm going to infuse magic in my um, in my bank account. I'm going to infuse magic. So there is like no place and no space where you can't take magic. Do you know that's how I got to Bellingham? Really? That's how I got to Bellingham was with the, what my travel. That was like with that whole thing. That's how I got to Bellingham. I, I used that tool. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Mary, you're so magic. I love how magic you are. Ta-da! Oh Yay. Well, Mary, thank you so much for being on here today. You're one of my very favorite playmates in life Aww. and magic. And um, I just adore you. for having me. All- oh, I love you, too, so, so much. And, Keisha, thank you for and all of our chat rumors. And um, I hope to see you. I'll be on Skype, on uh, Zoom in Toronto. I can only do one day, Sunday. And then I w- hope to see you. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.